0: Go for Leadership, the podcast with Daniel and Gert.
1: Hello and welcome for the Go for Leadership podcast. I welcome today Louis Everett and uh, Sherry McManus. Uh, they are my guests today. Hello and welcome to the show. Hey, hey thanks, Daniel. It.
2: Thank you, Daniel. Appreciate it, man.
1: Go for Leadership interviews. And like always, uh, I give you 30 seconds for your introduction. So Louis and Sherry, time is ticking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Hey, we, we, we do good on a time crunch.
2: Yes, we do. That's all right.
0: Go <laughs> <laughs> ahead take that one.
2: All righty. Well, my husband and I, this uh we are a married couple, we are the Lou Every group, and we are certified executive leadership and personal development and coaches and corporate trainers. So we really focus on leadership development and effective communication for small businesses. And how we do that, we actually provide strategics. Uh, direct strategies i should say to help build leaders from within we prevent toxic work culture and we provide compliance training such as diversity and inclusion
1: yep, wow, I love much it.
0: In that
1: <laughs> <laughs> awesome so you you are spot on with leadership and and uh, the next question that we usually ask our our interview guests are uh, what is leadership meaning to you what is the passion that you that you follow with leadership, or how would you even define leadership in your uh-huh. context? Well,
2: that's a good one for you. Yeah, <laughs>
1: well, a leadership, a leadership
0: is some. I, I can sum this up in one word: it's influence. Leadership is influence. It's nothing more, nothing less. It's influence. Yeah, because truly, how how a person influences another positively or negatively really depends upon the person. Uh, but yeah, that is what leadership is: it's influence. Now, to be a good leader or a bad leader, now there's there's another separate question here, right? Uh, To be a good leader, obviously, the, 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 the positive influence. Influence that you have on other people so they want to follow you, not because they have to follow you. See, big difference. You can accomplish a lot more when they want to follow you. So, in a nutshell, leadership is influence.
1: I love that because it's uh, it's. I've never received a definition of a one word, uh, and I, I like that some somehow uh, that uh, and, and I mean in a many uh, in a very profound and and uh, deep context. It, it's really it, it's like like you just mentioned, right? It's influence. Right. So um, you you just brought in as well uh, the definition of a, a good and a bad leader. Maybe you can we can talk and deep dive a little bit about that one. So most likely. Some of your clients, uh, uh, maybe not particularly define themselves as bad leaders, but of course, they ask for your support. Mm-hmm. What are the requests they have to you, how to improve, or what, what are the headaches that, that keep them awake at night? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and that comes in a, um, in a mm-hmm. variance of, of um, depending on their situation, right? So things that we hear an awful lot on is, how do I navigate corporate culture, So that brings us to, and of course, when we address that, now we address it, well, tell me about that corporate culture. What does that culture look and feel like, right? Um, And then, of course, as we dig deeper in, those that come to us and that we understand is a good fit for us and we make sure that we're a good fit for them, is is that they are uh, at a, a moment in their career or their life, most of the time, it's because they're being reactive. They're in a situation where, Hey, I'm I'm stuck in a rock in a hard place here, um, and I don't know how to accomplish X, Y, Z. Or they've come to us and uh, they've been given an ultimatum: either you get stronger as a leader, or you may not have a career. Mm -hmm. And so, and so those those poppets range from. Uh, understanding just time management. Uh, th- th- those are the basic stuff, right? Time management is what they talk about. Infinite
2: work-life balance. Work-life balance. <laughs> yeah. um, Communication.
0: Communication is another is one. a hot button. That ends up being a big piece of what we, what we help our clients with uh, once we dig deeper to find out what the root causes are of their current struggle. Um, and a lot of times it boils down to development. You know, the challenges that leaders face today. I mean, here's the reality, Daniel, really, right? Well, We're in a leadership deficit in this world, period. We really are. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and leadership's not positional. It just isn't. Uh, position has nothing to do with, with being a good leader. It has every single thing to do with how you influence other people. But you have to develop yourself first as a leader, right? It starts with you and
1: ends with you as a leader. So uh, you mentioned uh, quite of interesting challenges that I can completely, let's say reconcile one strong topic that I, I, my day to day business as well uh, um, receive a lot is communication, right? I mean, you said influence and to influence you need to have let's say somebody that you can influence and to do that communication is one of the pillars let's say to influence so h- how would you describe maybe deficits that that you have uh, encountered in, in your in the clients let's say and how um, yeah what solutions or what ways uh, you you have brought uh, with them to elaborate to improve the way of communication, in particular mm-hmm. now uh, in the distance that we are right we are all within Corona still, um, mm-hmm. I think there are certain challenges to really communicate uh, to to the teams so or the people that we want to influence. Let's say this way.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, here let me put it this way. Um, you know, communication can be done in many ways, but my father was in the military all growing up. He was in the army, you know, United States army. Right. And his way of communicating to us and even to his, his, uh, his people that he led in the army uh, was loud, right they were, they were just loud and direct. Uh, it's just the way, that's just the way the culture was. Mm-hmm. See communication really isn't what draws success. It's it's about connecting with people. Mm-hmm. So using your communication in a way that connects with people. See, it's connection that really is the is is the rub here, mm-hmm. not communication. Mm-hmm. Uh, people can communicate all the time. Just turn on the media. I mean, there's mm-hmm. communication everywhere. But does that communication truly connect in a way that adds value to other people and creates change or creates movement? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so connection is really where it begins. And so those are the deficits that I've seen. We've seen is, in some of our clients is, well, I'm communicating, <laughs> right? But are you connecting with people? And how do you do that?
2: Mm-hmm. And I would add to that is not only is the connecting pieces is a key proponent. Mm-hmm. However, you know, how, how do you measure that, right? So we all know the infamous, there are assessments out there. And we actually are have one as well. Mm-hmm about a, a communication specifically on the language. How do you communicate? What is your own leadership style or at least own communication? Mm-hmm. So you don't know what you don't know. And that's why some of these assessments that we are familiar with, I mean, any you know, there's a Meyer Briggs, there's DISC, there's all these, right? And I think they're a great foundation, no matter mm-hmm. which one that you pick. It has an understanding of, understanding especially as a leader we always start with ourselves Mm -hmm. you can't lead anyone unless you know yourself so when you actually find that proponent with yourself and going oh well i'm a very detailed person Mm -hmm. so therefore when i communicate to another detailed person oriented they you, you know there's a there's a connection there however there's a very common situation that we have seen very common is that when there's a leader that's a very high level just give me the facts i don't need the details, and then you have someone that is very detailed, that's where the clash can happen. Mm-hmm. And as a leader, it is so imperative to really understand going, okay, wait, I'm this way. Let me understand my team, mm-hmm. because that's how they communicate. So we got to go where they are. So we're all on the same page. Mm-hmm because then if, if not that's where frustration comes in that's where toxic work environment misunderstandings. comes in misunderstandings mm-hmm. morale i mean all the negative it's a slu- it's a slippery slippery slope so yeah. just think that there's a way to be proactive and it's a re- honestly it's a responsibility as a leader it's huge mm-hmm. to understand not only yourself but also how what that language is to your team to get the most effective which quite frankly we know the bottom line. We all know that, that that's a factor. Mm-hmm. But imagine that you can the your, your team can produce more mm-hmm. when you can actually connect and communicate correctly.
0: So yeah, I, yeah and understanding each other's communication style is a big <coughs> thing. Mm-hmm. As a leader, it's a, it's a responsibility and frankly a burden of ours to lead people effectively. Um, and it has to start with us. So the first thing in communication is, okay. How can I identify the communication style of each member of my team so that when I meet with them, when I talk with them, when I try to direct them in, in accomplishing the goals that we have set out to accomplish uh, in a way that they're going to connect with us and actually want to work with mm-hmm. us to get and accomplish those that bottom line, those bottom line goals without, uh, without trickling down the pressure, if you will.
1: So one of the things that you describe, I think there there are certain skills required for every leader, which is uh, uh, self-awareness uh, as well as uh, emphasis, uh, um, intimacy uh, with, with the uh, people that we influence uh, and empathy to understand what, what are their needs, right, in order to react on those. Yeah. So uh, do we have seen a certain, let's say, Status quo, as you also remembered, and you you mentioned that there is a huge deficit in the current leaders that you have reco- recognized, and, and uh, I can only agree. So, do you think that the people have lost that kind of skills or that kind of yeah, self awareness and and empathy?
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, I, it's a good question.
0: Mm. I don't I don't believe people have lost it. What I what we believe and what I believe is. Is that those that have been moved into leadership roles or positions have been put there based on performance, not necessarily based upon their leadership ability, mm-hmm. and many times that leadership ability hasn't been hasn't been trained or hasn't been learned, um, and that's the leadership's that's leader that's a leader's fault, and it's our responsibility to not just find those that have good leadership qualities, but to equip them, to provide them the necessary um attention to help them grow if we can't mentor them we can't give them that focus and and give them the ability to grow as strong leaders in their in their role not just in their position but in life in general then what we're doing as a leader is we're setting them up for failure we're setting them up for failure so i don't think it's a lot i think it's lost i have it. what i believe what's lost really is that we don't know we don't know so we're we're promoting people in positions that may have leadership traits, but what are we doing to develop those? What are we doing to help them really become strong, powerful, effective leaders?
1: And I love that because uh, I, I can see that happening uh, in the different companies I've worked for. That you are completely right, right? Normally the the, the performers get promoted. But not necessarily that are the, the 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 good leaders, right? Maybe they are. In fact, they they can perform on their on their very specific scope, and they are excellent. But of course, to have uh, to be a leader has completely different qualities uh, in in the field or as a requirement. So, to judge something uh, which I'm. Uh, one of the root causes, let's say, or ideas of the podcast, of course, is to help leaders to develop. Do you think there are um, good traits these days to uh, develop good leaders, or what would be needed, let's say? And uh, I mean, that's already a certain question and an answer expected, right? So, uh, do you think there are certain uh, improvements required, and what are the, the the things you you would you would change, let's say, to develop good leaders? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: it's yeah. good. I'm, I'm glad you're asking that question. Yeah. The, um there's
2: lots of characteristics. There's right? lots of characteristics, <laughs> but you know,
0: it starts, with, it starts with the leader themselves who are, who are moving other people into those roles. Mm. See, the challenge comes down to is if you're going to effectively grow your business, whether, we're, whether you're a department head or whatever it might be in a position, I'm talking positional here right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it is from our perspective, leadership is not about position, right? It's really about the influence again. I and mean, when you can have influence over your peers, and then they to bring them on board and connect with them so they actually help you accomplish a goal as well. See, it doesn't necessarily have to be because you lead them or that you're the positional leader. But in the traditional sense of leadership in a company, it starts at the top if i'm a if i'm a, a department head or i'm a leader let's just say i'm the coo or president of a company or even an executive director regardless And you have teams of people that in the hierarchy of the company right on the org chart if you will they're below you in the org chart right uh as positional but what are what am if i'm over those people what am i doing to develop myself first because you're never going to know how to develop another person if you don't know how to develop yourself. Right. And some of those characteristics, it starts with that, that Mm self-awareness. You have a big responsibility to lead people. That's the, that's the, that's the biggest responsibility I've ever had in my entire life. Yeah. I mean, besides having my own children, having to lead them. I mean, there's no playbook for either one, right? You don't, you don't go and buy a parenting (laughs) book that unless you become a parent and you've experienced having children you don't know what it's like having children. Okay. Uh, same thing with being a leader. There's not there's not an effective playbook uh, out there, uh, which we're hoping to change. But um, it all, all boils down to: if I can't develop those people if I can't develop myself first. So identify what your what your opportunities are. But the things that we found right off the top: communication know, connecting with people is a number
1: one. Of a
0: challenge in
1: leadership, uh, understand uh, people. Uh, and realize- the more we talk I get I get your definition of of influence because you you uh-huh. don't and I think it's completely right. It's not necessarily a position or something. You can be a project manager or uh, mm-hmm. a matrix manager. It's really the the line of influence that you have and and That's you fair. you you should lead, let's say and use that as a as an opportunity. Yeah. And something that, that brought into my mind, Louis, that uh, one of the school teachers of my daughter said, look at the mirror. Because yeah. I was complaining on an attitude that my daughter was having, uh, and I talked about that with the school teacher, and, and she told me, look at the mirror. And I was, what mirror? What do you mean by that? And then I was <laughs> going, yeah, sure. Uh, it, it, where it is coming from, it's from me, right? So I'm as the leader of my daughter, as the parental leader somehow, uh, of course, that, that's my line of influence, being good sure. or bad, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I, like, I like that definition yeah. quite a lot, I have to say.
0: Yeah, <laughs> no, and you're absolutely right. I mean, because mm-hmm. we're all leaders mm-hmm. and, and something, right? We're, we're people and we have uh, people around us. We're, we're part of a community. We have neighbors. We have families. We're all leaders in some capacity. And, and that's where it starts right that's how we begin to learn how we can help out other people is, is where we where we are and by meeting other people where they are uh, so that we so that we can then connect with them and and what it comes down to is the value that you're adding to these people mm-hmm. when you when you speak with somebody in a way that you're, in your mind is how can I add value to this conversation
2: mm-hmm.
0: then it's gonna be a few things that are gonna that are gonna happen. Number one, you're going to listen. You're going to be a lot, a lot less quick to jump in and interrupt and make the judgment. You're going to listen. That's number one. Number two, you're going to be um, attentive to the value that you can add to that person. It's amazing. I had an experience. Um, I, had, I was a, wasn't even really. I was a man. I, I led, oh, six people um, at the time. And, um, that was small in comparison. My last executive role, I I was, I, I, I led around 600 people, but this one though was so effective because as I was learning and I realized that I'm trying to do the best I can as a leader, as I'm developing is I had, um, my, my, one of my staff uh, that I worked with and he said, because you know what? Because you know what's the greatest thing about working with you? He says, "You you you make me want to work. I want to come and work with you. You know, and that really, really affected me. Because if that's what we can do as leaders, and it all started with listening. And I asked, well, why? Why? What are you? What are some of the things that you think I'm doing that? And he said, "Well, you listen." You provide me direct um, advice and guidance. You know, you make a distinction between um, putting your foot down, but also doing it in a way that's going to help train me and coach me along the way. And and I look at you as a mentor. See, those are all qualities of a successful leader. Just some of them. I'm
2: going to add two more. Yeah, please go yeah, for it. I'm, I think two more that come to mind is humility
0: mm. and empathy. Yeah, it's true.
2: Those are are in huge deficit right now. Other mm-hmm. than the bad, badness that we have, a, a leadership sadness, as our sure. mentors call it. Uh, leadership <laughs> and, sad, yeah. And we need, we need those two. So not only is what we're talking about, you know, communication and connecting, which is a part of it, mm-hmm. but then you go a little bit further and then the qualities and the traits are, are humility and empathy.
0: It's true if you have those.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, you start, if you have the humility piece right there, you're going to be always open to to change and always open to ways that you can be better. That's the responsibility of a leader.
1: And I always look at it in the way of a servant, let's say, position, right? I mean, the, the people or the persons you influence are your clients, right? So, uh, and, and not to say uh, the buzzword of client-centricity, but really to understand, to be passionate about the, the persons, right? To understand what, what, is, what is their... Because we are all having, let's say, problems or strengths, weaknesses. But really, be passionate about the person that you work for, even our four hundred or, or even only one or two. Uh, so, what are their traits, right? What what is their um, uh, maybe they have a bad day, right? And and you 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 should figure out well why, why they have a bad day i mean to care really about let's say that the person uh, the, the person that you work for or that work with that's
0: right. right yeah that's exactly it that's exactly what it is and that's what builds that connection if you're not if you're not willing to to put your your ego aside and and develop people and understand people and serve the people that you're leading then you're not ready to be a leader
1: I think there's even a book, right? So the the, the boss eats last. Uh, I mean, you need to be willing to 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 without any compromise to be the last one eating. So today I, I had a great experience. One of my employees uh, was giving me uh, was bring me the the lunch because I had no time for for having lunch, and he was mm. looking at me, looking at my calendar, and he said, <laughs> "Well, let me let me bring you lunch, so you have even something to eat." And I, 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 I think that's a very great attitude. And the, the same happened to me most likely when your employee told you, it's so fun working with you because mm-hmm. you really care. Right. Uh, so I'm asking myself why there are so less people these days that really care. And I'm asking myself what we can do in order to make them care again about, I mean, I hope that Corona helped us a little bit as a humankind to come closer, but yeah. I, I I have most likely had too high expectations, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> on that end, but uh, what is your idea on how, how we can, let's say, become a more, more connected society? Yeah, well, having podcasts like this, mm-hmm
0: and the awareness that's out there, right? Yeah. You, you doing this alone and as many people as we can to get that awareness out there to bring back to the root of really what true leadership is. Uh, you know, the unfortunate reality is, as many um, many companies uh, in general go by an old methodology of what leadership really is and how positional that style is. And, um, and it's hopefully... Uh it is that I mean it's sad that a pandemic uh that we would hope that that a pandemic would have positive influence on them to be <laughs> able to see where they need to have some changes, right? Um but if we take and just look inward and we begin with one person at a time at a time, right?
2: It all starts with one person. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And so we work 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 on yourself and then you share what you're working on with other people and then encourage them to share. And see, that's what brings about unification. Is having that one, one focus and that one focus of doing what you can to help people, in some sort of transformation. Um, obviously, you can't help them all. We can't, but we need other people, right? So we 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 use other we help other people, and then that, so we need other people to to make that exposure happen and then that's where we come in and say we let us come on in and and give you the guidance give you the training give you the give you the steps that you can take to help develop the uh, the necessary influence to really impact your people because it's people first because when you focus on the value of people in your company or in life in general everything else is a side effect of it all Excellent. the positive things that come out of that is a side effect and those side effects Will outweigh the time that you took to have to develop it. So it's uh, it's essential if you really want to have ultimate success.
1: And uh, Louis and Sherry, I think one one thing that I also always said: well, if we get one person influenced to transform, uh, it's more than <laughs> yesterday. So uh, I think that's that's the good side of 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 uh, also the idea of the podcast. That's right. So, it has it. been a really great pleasure, and usually we we I, I use the opportunity to ask uh, both of you, what would be uh, the advice that you have said to your younger yourselves uh, when you started your career to to become the leader that you are, and also now being the the leader, whisperer, um, uh, and and coach that that you are doing today.
0: Yeah.
2: I know for me, um, definitely personal development a lot sooner. (laughs) I always knew about it and I started a little bit. Um, I had the leadership traits and qualities, um, but I I wish I had um, a mentor earlier on. And I wish I did the personal development a little bit earlier on as well, um, instead of learning every almost everything the hard way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I did learn, you know, what not to do and what I didn't like about leaders. And I also had some great leaders that I worked with that I, I learned a lot and um, I made sure they were dear to me that whenever I became a leadership role that I wanted those certain qualities mm. uh, with that. So that's my biggest, my biggest takeaway.
0: Love that. Thank you and for me yeah i would have i would <laughs> tell my younger self uh, to get a coach earlier mm-hmm. um i'm very fortunate to have um my mother at a young age always encouraged me instead of allowing me to listen to my own music when we went into the car and which was dropped me off at school or at a friend's house um i wasn't allowed to listen to my own music my mom would put in cassette tapes of tony robbins and <laughs> and John Maxwell and, and those types of people so that I always was influenced by listening to it. Um, but I would have, as I got into my, my management leadership careers over the last 28 years, I would have I would have absolutely told myself, you need to sign up with, a, with an effective coach a lot sooner than you did. Go for Leadership. The podcast with Daniel and Gert.
1: I like that as well. Thank you so much for being our guest today. And uh, looking forward to staying in touch with both of you. You bet. Thank you, Daniel.
0: Thank
2: you, Daniel. Thank you so much. Keep going. and Great work that you've done so far. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Go for Leadership. The podcast.